The Path of Jihad, something we've all heard about coming from strident Muslims who have tried to overturn the world the past few decades. There was Al-Qaeda, there was ISIS, and more recently, we have learned more of the group Hamas. Last week, Hamas leader Saled al-Aruri killed in an explosion in Lebanon. Some attribution to Israel as the war continues in Gaza. There's another name behind the rise of the Islamic group that seeks to eliminate Jews and then take on Christians. Back in the 80s, Zahir Jabirin ran a cell group, early days of Hamas. The Wall Street Journal says he borrowed cash from his mother to buy guns and ammo. Today, this man in his 50s looks after a financial empire worth hundreds of millions to fund the fighting. But speaking of names in this new year, there's one name above all names. Someday, all will bow down before King Jesus, Savior, Lord. Welcome to Haven Today here on Monday. I'm Charles Morris sharing the great story that's all about Jesus. And welcome to a series this week with a new voice called Keeping It All About Jesus. Stay with me to find out what I mean. I've anchored my soul in the haven of rest. Ahoy there, shipmate. Eight bells and all's well. First mate Bob and the crew of the good ship Grace. This is the Haven of Rest broadcast. I'm your host, Paul Evans. From time to time in history... God has sent widespread renewal, and whenever and wherever that has happened, there has been a return to the Bible as God's Word. I'm your host, Ray Ortland. Great is thy faithfulness, O God my Father. There is no shadow of turning with well, a lot of people that grew up listening to the Haven of Rest, or later Haven, or then Haven Today, as we call ourselves today, will recognize that. That's what we sounded like for the first few decades. Those are the voices of our first three Haven speakers, First Mate Bob, Paul Myers, Paul Evans, and Ray Ortland. It was Y2K, the year 2000, when I became the fourth speaker of this ministry that turns 90 in just a couple of months. There's a lot of stats, but it's a lot of history. Founded in the Great Depression before TV, through the Second War, and a lot of history after that, like 9-11. Today is a new page in our history, and I want to welcome with me our fifth speaker, David Wolin, or might I say, welcome back to Haven today. Thanks a lot, Charles. Yeah, that's right. I've been in this chair a few times, but this is, this is in a new way today. I'm thrilled to be here. Well, David, stick around, and shortly... I want people to get to know you more as I go emeritus and you become the new president of the oldest continuous daily Christian radio program still on the air. That has a ring to it, I think. Before we open with our first song, looking back and looking forward, I want to invite you to join David Wolin and me in reading God's Word from beginning to end this year. But more. We've just released a new hardback book that we've written called Christ in All the Scriptures, reading and praying through the Bible in a year. Of course, this book includes the reading schedule, so you can finish reading all God's Word in a single year. But we also include an introduction to all 66 books of the Bible, 
showing how all the scriptures point to Jesus. We've included suggested prayers, and the goal is more than knowledge, it's relationship, a deeper, a profound relationship with Jesus Christ as your Savior and Lord. And it's not just for you, it's for others you know. After the program, come to our website. Make your first gift of this new year and order one or more copies of Christ in all the scriptures. We've included the first several days of reading on our website so that you can get started right away before the book arrives. Just come and visit us in a few minutes at haventoday.org, haventoday.org. Or you can call us after the program at 800-65-HAVEN, 800-65-HAVEN. And now let's get this program started, a special program today with The Corner Room. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me, but Christ who lives in me. I have been crucified with never had on the program until today. But we do new things here at Haven Today. That's the corner room. And you might recognize those lyrics, Galatians 2.20, from an album they put out called Remember and Proclaim, Scripture Songs for Little Ones. This is a program called Keeping It All About Jesus. And I'm Charles Morris. And with me together is our new president. And he is our new speaker, David Wollen. David, wasn't that a great tune by the Corner Room? I'd never heard them before today. I loved it. Those scripture memory songs have really become popular. That was a great one. David, we chose that song, Galatians 2.20, for one reason. And I'm setting you up. <laughs> Why did we do that? Charles, it's definitely one of my favorite Bible verses. And over the past few weeks of getting ramped up for this big announcement, we've had different people helping us. And someone along the way said, David, what's your life verse? And I thought about that for a minute and thought I've never had to answer that question before. I don't know if I have one, really. I'd, I'd, my favorite verse is whatever verse I'm reading and God's speaking to me through. But <laughs> there's something about Galatians 2.20. This pivotal verse in the New Testament is one of the most profound verses, I think, in all of Scripture for what it means to be justified by faith, to live out what it means to be united to Christ. Mm. 
that's what we do every day on the program. Well, David, as I mentioned when we went on the air, Haven Ministries is the oldest continuous daily Christian radio program still on the air. Mm. It's kind of even hard to imagine how deep and how rich that history is, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It is. And because I've been part of this ministry in other capacities for so long, Charles, that's a familiar history to me. It's it's a heritage and it's a legacy that we really value. And going throughout all of these different decades, you know, starting in the 30s, but then in the 40s, uh, we've got pictures on the wall here in our conference room of first mate Bob uh, in the Pacific Theater of World War II ministering to soldiers. And then, you know, on through the decades and then Ray Ortland Sr. preceding you. And then you took over for him. What was it, Charles? About 25 years ago, I think. Yeah, I'm, I'm just starting and just ending uh, 25 <laughs> years, I guess. And uh, all of those prior speakers are still with the Lord, and I still plan to be around Haven for a little while longer, Good. just helping out, <laughs> being in my role as emeritus, as they say. But, um, you know, we, we should talk a little bit about you. You came back to Haven Ministries, having gone to a ministry that Haven founded uh, right at the end of World War II. And just to backtrack maybe a little bit farther before that, I came to Haven in 2005 as your assistant, and I was fresh out of college, and there there was a wonderful season, more than more than a decade, of having uh, a great run with, with you and with Haven, and I felt the Lord calling me out for, in some ways, reasons I couldn't even fully put into words, but there's a, there's a sense... You know what it's like when the Lord's just leading you and everything seems to be pointing towards something. And for me, it led me on a path that took me to the Far East Broadcasting Company, or FEBC, uh, as the ministry is is known and calls itself, which is uh, an international broadcast evangelism ministry. And what a fun place to be connected, really, to Haven back in its founding in 1945. And you're right. The Haven of Rest went on the air to raise the first funds for Bob Bowman, who went on with another man to found that ministry to begin taking Christ to Asia, China initially, but now 50 countries. Well, and of course, you and I traveled together to China. We put the program, our program, back on the air into China on shortwave all across. You were still with Haven Ministries Mm -hmm. when other great events have happened uh, through history, like ISIS trying to found its caliphate in Iraq, and we were doing broadcasts from Mm -hmm. there as well. But it is so good to have you back. And there's this history Uh, We heard a little bit of that earlier. I've anchored my soul in the haven of rest, this idea that shows up in the Bible of the storms of life. Mm -hmm. uh, That's kind of been part of our history through these many decades of of pointing people to where they can find their rest, and that rest is found only in Jesus Christ. And that's what we're still doing today, of course, as well. You know, Charles, I'm thinking back to when the ministry started in 1934 and almost 90 years now, taking us into 2024. So much has changed. Technology is so, so different, although we still are on the radio. And yet I I look back at what the world was like in 1934. And if you put yourself in that history, the tumultuous history of that moment, you're you're still in the Great Depression. And the the First World War is is still very much present. Um, And and the the Second World War is looming and the, the globe, the entire globe is in this multinational conflict. And there's all this stress and chaos that people are feeling at every level. 
sounds a lot like today, doesn't it? It certainly does. And we feel that storm. We're crying out. Our souls are crying out, Lord Jesus, will you calm the seas around me? Will you calm the seas in my own life? Haven today still needs to be on the air. And, you know, when I first came, we were distributing the program by CD to radio stations everywhere. Hmm. Just months before 9-11, we started distributing the program by satellite. And instead of having to send the program out and it would arrive days or weeks later to radio stations really around the world, not just to the United States and Canada, uh, we could actually do it in real time. So within two hours of the second plane hitting the second tower of the World Trade Center, we actually had a replacement program up on the air. And so uh, we decided to add a word to our name, and that's when we became Haven Today. And um, we've continued that where we, as Billy Graham would talk about, I hold the New York Times in one hand and I hold the Bible in the other hand. Well, we look at what's going on in our world today, but we don't linger there. Mm -hmm. And I guess with that in mind, maybe what we should do, though, is talk about this idea that we share. We open the program again with it today, telling the great story. It's all about Jesus. Looking at all the Bible through, uh, as a friend of mine coined, the Jesus lens, and we use that often on the air. Uh, David, let me just ask you to share with everybody listening today, would you just share how you first discovered that Christ is made known in all of Scripture? Mm. Well, I don't think I'm going to point to any one thing. I'm going to point to several, Charles, and I would be doing a disservice to you if I didn't probably just say that coming to Haven was the beginning for me. I I mean, I've been a Christian since I was a child, and I've always loved the Word of God, and I've, I've loved every opportunity I've had to to grow. I, I even went to college to get a biblical studies degree. And yet it wasn't until I came to Haven that I began to see something that I hadn't seen before. And I was hearing you say, I mean, even back then, Charles, it was 2005. And at that time, you had begun using the tagline, which has stuck with the program ever since, telling the great story, it's all about Jesus. And I found myself thinking, well, yes, but like, is that really true from, from every page mm. of scripture? Does, am I really mm. supposed to be seeing Jesus? And how do I square that with, you know, Old Testament theology and all these ways, especially often in academics, we're taught to study the Bible. And yet as a Christian, is that the way I'm supposed to read the Bible? And, and your insistence and just staying after it for me began to open up an awareness of of the fact that the the Bible is one storyline. It's one story arc. Uh, our producer and I were chatting about this a few moments ago, and I was saying, you know, it's it's like a map, uh, a, a, like a like like a trail map that that if mm. you can find the the one fixed point, you know, on the horizon, and and then you you can look at the the, the trail map that you're on, you know where you are. Well, the whole Bible's like that. Now that point of reference wasn't visible in the Old Testament until Christ came, but now knowing that Christ has come, we can go back in the Old Testament and get our bearings through Christ and see how the story is pointing to him in so many ways. And this week we're exploring that in various ways, and I'm looking forward to doing that with you on the next few programs. And I remember something that you inherited from your grandfather. Mm. He bequeathed it to you. I, I think you ought to just share with everybody about that. Sure. Okay, well, my grandfather's name was Leland Moe. Everyone called him Lee. 
And he was a lay preacher. He came to Christ in his 40s and became a passionate evangelist and a student of God's word and a preacher. And when he passed away, uh, he, he, he left me his theological library or much of it. And so I came home with all of these treasured books that, I mean, I'm already kind of a, a book person. I love, I love collecting them and reading. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. but he, he had one, uh, on the shelf that stuck out to me. And then it, I was reminded of it a few months ago when we got ready at Haven to, published this book that we've been talking about, Christ in All the Scriptures. In fact, sitting right here in front of me, it's too bad this is a radio program because I'd, I'd hold these both up so you can see mm-hmm. them. Uh, but I've got Christ in All the Scriptures by A.M. Hodgkin. This is a 114-year-old book that I'm holding in my hands. Uh, and it was published oh, in 1909. And, oh, this is precious, Charles, just precious. Can I read a few, a few little passages from this. Yeah, of course. Just a little something of where he was coming from back in 1909 when he first wrote that book. Sure, sure. I've, I've underlined some of these. This is in the introduction. He writes, in these days, we have many books about the Bible, but very little of searching the scriptures themselves. A careful study of what Jesus himself says about the Old Testament scriptures asking for the light of the Holy Spirit upon the pages would well repay the Bible student. And we flip forward to to the next bit here. He says, Mm -hmm. truly the key, not only of life and death, but the key to the scriptures is laid upon his shoulder. And he still unlocks the meaning of the book to those who are humble enough for him to unlock Mm -hmm. the understanding of their hearts. And of course, he's talking about Mm -hmm. Jesus being the key to understanding both the Old and the New Testaments. You're making me wish when I did Luke 24 on two days last week, I would have quoted Hodgkin. I quoted some others, but I should have quoted Hodgkin too. Well put. We'll be able to meet him someday in heaven and thank him for his work that he gave us. Mm -hmm. But obviously, this idea of preaching Christ and finding Christ in all of Scripture, it actually goes back. You can certainly find it in the book of Acts. It's there at the beginning. It's the way the apostles taught Scripture. Sometimes we ride our hobby horses, but I think it's better to go to how Jesus taught us to interpret Scripture and that thread that runs all the way through that scarlet thread, that redemptive message, that arc, as you said a moment ago, that takes us all the way through. What a way to look back on your history and someday be able to thank your grandfather for giving you this book. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I hope someday someone will inherit my theological library and be blessed in the same way. All right, Charles, well, that, that, that's me. What about you? How did you come to recognize that you can see Christ in all of scriptures? Was there a similar book or a moment in time or a passage in God's word that helped turn that lock for you? Years ago, for anybody who's listened over these past 25 years, I was a secular journalist. Yes, I was one of those bad guys. I was in TV and radio news and and then later with uh, the old wire service, United Press International, a reporter and editor and then a bureau chief. But um, I'll never forget when I came back to the Lord, I was living in Orlando, Florida. The Lord had brought me back to the faith. I was a Jonah in my 20s. And uh, I went to church, and one time a man came to preach at this church on a Sunday morning, and his name was Edmund Clowney. He was the president of a seminary in Philadelphia that had come out of Princeton Seminary, and he was famous for teaching his students 
and the entire faculty at his institution advocated this approach to looking for Christ through all of Scripture. And I didn't just hear him preach, but I got to know him that day and gave him a ride to the airport the next day. And uh, little did I know that years later, after I was married, had a family, got out of the secular world of being in a radio station in the middle of America, I went to that same seminary where he had been the president, and I got to study Christ in all the scripture. And that has just been something that I've held onto ever since. So in a sense, and he wrote books on finding Christ in all the scripture, many others have as well. It just rings true. Mm-hmm. Whether we talk about it on the radio, uh, whether we launch a new ministry like the outreach that we've had the last few years in Cuba, it's like the light comes on mm-hmm. when you hear this. And it's not just going to Luke 24. It's going and seeing how great events uh, that we'll get to later this week, how going to people in the Old Testament, how they shadowed, how they were pointing ahead, the prophets were writing about a Messiah to come and someone who would come and bring forgiveness of sins, leading to death on a cross and then being resurrected and then ascending, and then coming back again. So whether you're in Genesis or Revelation, wherever, and I hope you will read the Bible through all the way with us this year, with David and me, it's the way that you find and grow your faith and see that Christ was there even in the beginning of the Word. The Word in the Old Testament was pointing to the coming of the Messiah in Mm -hmm. the New Testament, and it goes back and forth. And that's something we not only can cherish, it's something that the Spirit will use, as you said, David, to empower us uh, to serve our Christ now in this life, in this very dark world in which we live. And in that, I can rejoice, and I can get excited, too. Amen. What a great legacy. So many in history, um, not just these two authors that you and I have quoted, but down through the history of the church and even into the the early church and the way that the apostles preached, uh, this is the way that we're intended to read the Word and to see Christ in all of Scripture. Well, David, we've spent a few minutes here talking about your history, my history, Haven Ministries' history. What about a song? We usually have a song at the end of the program. You think of a song maybe we should share? I think we'd be remiss if it didn't come from the Haven Quartet. Here, here, yes. Uh, how about this one? It's yesterday, today, and forever. Yesterday, today, forever, Jesus is the same. All may change, but Jesus never. Glory to his name. Glory to his name. Glory to his name. All may change, but Jesus never. Glory to his name. All may change, but Jesus never. They were known for singing a cappella a lot of the time. That mm. was the Haven of Rest Quartet. 
and yesterday, today, and forever. David Wollen, thank you for choosing that. What an appropriate song uh, for a program like this for us to uh, end the program on today. Absolutely. It's one of my favorites. Well, you're going to be back with me. We're going to be team teaching in this series, Keeping It All About Jesus. And um, so just thank you for joining me. And thank you for allowing me to introduce you. We're going to be in good hands in times to come, but I don't get to go away yet, but I'll still be around a little bit longer. That's right, Charles. You're not allowed to leave yet. I'm looking forward to doing this with you for a a good season ahead. Amen. Amen to that. Well, we've talked about it already. We talked about it when we opened. We've put out a new book. It's just out as of last week. It's called Christ in All the Scriptures, Reading and Praying Through the Bible in a Year. It was written by our team to walk you through the Bible and lead you to a closer relationship with Jesus Christ. Every chapter contains an overview for each book of the Bible. We've included prayers that center on each reading, and you'll be able to more easily find Jesus on every page of your Bible with the hints that are contained therein. I want you to get a copy of this. I want to send it to you for your first gift of the year to Haven Today, Christ in All the Scriptures, reading and praying through the Bible in a year. But let me make a suggestion here. Get a copy for yourself. Read the Bible through this year with David and me, but also get another copy or some extra copies so that you can share it with those who you know and those you love who need to see Christ in all the Bible. Now, all you need to do is just come to our website right now, haventoday.org. That's haventoday.org. And to get you started, after you make your first gift of the year and put your order in, you'll find there several days of the beginning reading through the scripture so you're not behind when the book actually arrives. Or if it's a little easier for you, you can just call us at 800-65-HAVEN. That's 800-65-HAVEN. I'm Charles Morris. And I'm David Wolin. And thank you so much for joining us. Won't you come back again tomorrow when again together we'll share that great story. That's all about Jesus here on a new Haven Today. For your walk with Jesus, I'm David Wolin with Haven Today, inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. Among the many categories of resolutions so many of us make this time of year, one of the most popular is health. Gym memberships, new running shoes, a new treadmill, a new regime for a new year. These can be good things, and we should be good stewards of the bodies God gave us, but there's a kind of fitness that followers of Jesus cannot afford to neglect. The Apostle Paul writes, Everyone who competes in the games goes into strict training. They do it to get a crown that will not last, but we do it to get a crown that will last forever. So take care of your spiritual health and read God's word. Devote yourself in prayer. This is how we walk with Jesus in this new year. Get daily encouragement with Anchor Devotional. Visit GetAnchor.com.